Blog Talk Radio. This is Entertainment Life on the Sasha Marina Show, a show about the entertainment and music industry, where you get to hear from the top and up-and-coming stars, from amateurs to professionals. They're all just working hard for success. This show is to give those the opportunity to speak about their talents and what they're doing to succeed in their dreams. And now, here's your host, Sasha Marina. Marina Show. I'm your host, Tasha Marina, and today I have a very, very special guest. She goes by the name of Kelly Zerbs of Kelly's Lot, which is an Americana and blues band. Um, very awesome. I, I, I had the chance to go through her full album. It's very unique music. Um, their latest uh, album is called Live in Brussels, so um, I'm not sure yet if this is actually like live in Brussels or, or, or not, but um, definitely I'm I'm so looking forward to having Kelly on the show today. Uh, thank you to her manager, Karen, and from Miles High Production and so forth. Uh, you know, she she's quite great. So without further ado, I'm just going to have her on the show and just let her talk for herself about her. So hey, Kelly, how are you? Good morning to you. <laughs> I'm good. How are you today and today? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Thank you very much for your time. You know that is actually live in Brussels. It is a live album. We did not. We left town three days later, and we weren't able to fix anything. So that's 100% live. Wow, totally <laughs> without even fixing. How uh, how was that experience for you? Let's just start off by there. It was wonderful. We got to uh, Europe um, three weeks before we did the we did the recording, and we had three weeks of I think about ten shows. So we were able to really get tight as a group. Even though we've been playing for you know many years together, we were able to really tighten up in Europe and and um, pick the songs we wanted to do. And you know they called us the second day we were there and said we want to do a live album for you at the Montmartre in Brussels, and Didier just, uh, you know, stepped it up and treated us to a live recording. It was really great. Uh, tell me more about the difference in genre, because you do something that's called Americana and Blues. What exactly is the, the genre of Americana? You know, Americana is kind of, it seems to be a catch-all for a lot of different things. I've done... Um, I've been in a lot of genres, actually. I started kind of mostly with folk, kind of folky, folk rock, and then pop, a little bit more poppy. And then, um, but I always had a blues, I always had a blues and um, southern rock feel to my music. And that's kind of, that is, those two genres do go into Americana. Americana is more of a lot of the different styles that uh, have created American sound and of course, blues is the original American sound. I think, um, you know, it's such a wonderful genre. And I'm I'm not there yet. I'm bluesy. I'm I do have some blues tunes, 
Um, but my fans have called me blues since day one. Even when I was just me and my guitar singing folk songs, they would call me blues because of my, uh-huh. I guess, the way I sounded to them. It was bluesy. So. Uh-huh. Okay, bluesy. Uh, bluesy, but no, I mean, definitely my next album where, you know, we've written a lot of, a lot more towards the blues, and I love the blues. That's what I grew up hearing my mom listening to, so that was, um, you know, where my guts are. And then I, I kind of started listening to more folk and Cat Stevens um, and, you know, Simon and Garfunkel, that kind of stuff when I was younger, and that took me on a path of doing more singer-songwriter, singer-songwriter, oh. And I came back to the blues, you know, about eight years ago. And I'm there's an article that my friend Casey wrote about me uh, in a in a magazine called Bluesy News, and it's called Bridge to the Blues. So I feel like I'm on a bridge to the blues. <laughs> I feel like blues it's um, it, it can be incorporated into so many other genres as well. And it's I, I feel like it's a genre that captures all sorts of um, attention. I, I mean, from from the yo- younger to the older folks. So, because um, me myself, I, I I like blues and 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 like younger artists that incorporate this kind of music to you know this kind of sound to their music. It it and I like that. I, I don't know. I feel like um, it's definitely useful and it, it keeps that classical tone of music to to our music nowadays because. I, I'm sure that you can agree with me, and even though I'm young, I, it doesn't matter what your opinion is, but I, I can totally agree that today's music is it's heading somewhere that I don't even think that we'll remember it in 20 years, like music that we still jam to from, like, the 60s because our parents, you know, like, totally rocked out to it, and we still do, but, like, our music nowadays, like Jay-Z and, and Kanye West, I don't think I'm going to even remember them 20 years from now. It's not even going to matter. It's not going to matter to my kids either. So, um, and I feel yeah, like that's, I mean, it's interesting. I think, like I think it will be remembered, but I think that the, the emotion of it will be remembered more, yeah. say. There's a lot of emotion in that kind of music. And um, I love your generation. Your generation is bringing back blues. Okay? You are bringing yeah. it back, and you're yeah. bringing it back in all kinds of different genres. You're bringing back... Um, the importance of blues, and I'm seeing that with all the blues societies around the country. They're they're uh, bringing up more young, you know, young youngsters that are singing blues. You know, 15, 16 year olds that are really loving the blues, including great guitar players playing the blues. Oh yeah, but like I mentioned, you had kids that like grew up on their parents' music and I follow what their parents listen to, and this is the reason why they, they're so into it. Like, my siblings, they're so young. They're, like, uh, 17 and, and 11, and they rock <laughs> out. Like, the only music that they listen to is literally, like, 80s rock, and, like, nothing over that. And why? Because, you know, like, my mom was into that, and that's what they heard at the house, you know? That, that's, that's great. That's really? That's what they listen yeah. to, huh? I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, it's, 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 totally, it's totally interesting. I mean, shout out to my siblings or whatever. But yeah, um, let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about um, your band Kelly's Lot. I want to know how you gathered each and every one of your musicians to just you know to to share that this experience with you of being your musicians and putting out your music out there to the world. You know, I think that the the um, core to Kelly's Lot has always been have fun and try to help others through music. I, that's kind of where the Kelly's Lot. Uh, when it first started, it, it um, about a year later after it started, it, it got that kind of reputation for playing a lot of charity stuff, and and so it became a, a kind of a 
sing for love and people, you know, a lot of the band members had full-time jobs. So they were able to, they were able to donate their time to play music. And that's kind of been the undercurrent of Kelly's lot until probably 10 years ago, we started kind of making money and touring and um, doing, um, um, you know, going to Europe and stuff like that. And so um, we, it's like we're all late bloomers as far as, um, making a living at music kind of thing. Um, we're trying to go, go that direction a little bit more, but having the love has been the, you know, like I said, the undercurrent of the band. And um, Rob Zuka on guitar, he's been with the band about, I don't know, 10 years now. And he has been asked to join many, many, many bands. And he joined Kelly's Lot because he felt like he was in a family. And I think that family comes from, again, that undercurrent of having fun and, and, and uh, giving to others. And my husband, Perry Robertson, has been in the band for 17 years. Uh, mm-hmm. Pretty much a year after I started the band, he joined. And he, those are my two guitar players. And then my bass player, Matt, he has been in the band, I think, about seven years. We've had... Um, one other, two other bass players that were in the band quite a while. One moved away, and then actually both moved away. They moved to other states. And then my drummers, I've had Sebastian Sheehan on on drums and Robert Dill for most of the 17 years, off and on. And um, now I'm working with a couple different drummers. It's, but they all seem to come back. They all, they when they, you know, they move away, and they all kind of seem to come back, or you know, move back, come back come back to just play with us we tour we find them we it's like a family so um and then i have a horn section bill johnson and dave welch on trumpet and bill johnson on sax Uh, bill's been in the band 16 years and you know it's been wonderful it's been just a real family kind of thing and i do allow them to bring in their creativity i let them um give ideas especially the vibe and the sound and the arrangements of the songs, I really let them help me create that. Well, they love you, Kelly. I mean, that's why they keep coming back. And you definitely must, uh, it must be so much fun in the band. I mean, there has to be a reason why they're coming back. And and, and I'm sure <laughs> that what you as, you know, as, as, as the lead and, and I guess just your spirit, because just listening to you over the phone, so you're a very spiritual person, like, you know, very high spirit <laughs> on the stage. I could only imagine you performing. So, uh, yeah, and, and... Oh, and also I make a really thing. good grilled cheese sandwich, and they all love those, so, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of, I've come back many times for shows where I've, I've whipped up, you know, 10 grilled, <clears throat> 10 grilled cheese sandwiches in, like, a small pan. I know how to do it, like, really fast. And that's probably my favorite food, grilled cheese sandwiches and avocado is, like, my favorite. So um, that's what I like to make for them. And, and we're a family, so if we get home late, we... we cook some food up and it's kind of fun i am surprised now that you mentioned that you know avocados you know very simple grilled cheese the simplest american i am surprised amazed at how um artists can make anything out of nothing and you were so satisfied because i'm the same way i'd be like i like literally have nothing in my refrigerator and i start digging through and i'm like all right and voila i I could make anything i've made whatever it is and i'll eat it and uh, yeah right it is about it is about creativity too, and just it's fun when you don't know what you're going to make and you just go into the cupboard. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Okay, Kelly. So uh, now that we've heard about you, a little bit about you, about the band, we're going to play "Reasons for the Blues." So we'll be right back. Thank you.
for the blues. Kelly, <laughs> what do you think of that? Oh, that song. I, when, I, when I wrote that <laughs> song, I was so thrilled because um, it was just, you know, it, it, the reason for the blues, there's so many ways you can go with that. And I just loved that I took it kind of on a humorous direction. It's basically having a toxic relationship, but not get, but you just can't get enough of it, you know. And that's, you know, I love writing songs that kind of have two meanings. And, and my mother always taught me to have a sense of humor. So a lot of my songs, if you really listen to them, there's kind of a sense of humor in them as well. So. Okay, okay. Well, I, I definitely love it. Of course, like Good. I mentioned before, uh, and yeah, and it's literally like the second track on your um, on your album. So after that, I was like, I think this is the one, you know. So yeah. um, this is it, it, it's really nice. How did you you mentioned something uh, very interesting, and you know, this the sort of relationship that even though you know you can't be in it, it's just so addictive in some way. Uh, was it a personal experience or from from something that you've seen somebody else live through or was it just off the top of your head? You know, when it comes to relationships, I've been pretty good at if if they're if it's really bad, I'm you know gotta go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my mom, you know, I learned a lot I from my mom. I mean, I my I, you know my mom really tolerated a lot with men and um, not bashing men here, just she picked the wrong wrong men in her life and a lot of my music is written you know about my mom's experiences and I'm just now learning how to write music from my own and I always find my way into my own songs I'm sure that there's some stuff in there about me um, but I do get more inspired to start a song thinking of my mother and her she had five kids I mean she raised five of us all by herself and had three bad marriages so um, it was you know she, she she suffered quite a bit but survived. I mean, she survived until she passed, you know, she passed away a couple of years ago, but she survived all that until she was 73 and, and really taught us well and just loved us with every inch of her soul. And, um, you know, I, somebody asked me before, you know, about what music means to me and what music really means to me is a way to get your feelings out because I would listen to my mom since I was very, very young listen to music at night and cry and be sad and then she'd be okay she'd go, wake up the next day and she'd go to work and I always thought well good that's kind of like it was an outlet for her to listen to music and so that's what music is for me it's an outlet you know and I learned, I learned that from my mom okay so uh, obviously she got even though she went through her short hardship she, she got something very valuable which was her children um, and I don't know, that that seems, I mean, this interview is about you, but that's something that is, is so relatable with so many other people. And like you said, music is a way of expressing their emotions, but you never know if your emotions will impact somebody else because they might be going through the same thing. So music is definitely something that touches everybody's heart, even if you're not into that genre, but if you really listen to what the music or the person is saying, it, you, there's always something in there that you can relate to. Absolutely, I agree with that. Kelly, is there anything new coming up with the band lately? Any new performances? Is there anything else that you're trying to push besides this um, this album live in Brussels? Well, we're kind of doing a little bit of a teaser with this. This this album is it's a little it's a couple years we did it, you know, and so we're using this album to kind of put a teaser out because we're working on a new album, and mm-hmm. it's going to be definitely more fifties 
blues and jazz kind of thing. And a few of the songs on the live in Brussels will be on that song. And there's going to be a full horn section um, with some keyboards um, as well. And it's going to bring back people back to the 40s and the 50s kind of blues and jazz. So look for that. And then we're also going to be heading back to Europe. I think I have some few people listening in today right now. Hello, Europe. Um, and, you know, in France and Brussels is listening. And, um, and then we're going to head to England, I think, again as well, and Scotland um, but before the end of the year. And then hopefully do a States, do some stuff in the States, back, in, back to Texas and possibly New York. So just, just look for that and look for, um, look for us on Facebook, facebook.com, Kelly's Lot. And um, we do a lot of sometimes T-shirt and CD giveaways. So just, you know, being part of the band and, and being part of the, you know, um, keeping an eye on us, sometimes you benefit. Sometimes you get a little surprise in the mail, you know? I'm so amazed at what you're just saying here. You know, you got such a support group over there in, in, in Europe well, overall, you know, and I'm, I'm very proud of you for that. Congratulations on that because, you know, um, it, it, it amazes me how it's a, sometimes a little harder to break through in your own country. <laughs> yeah. So you have you know, to expand out. <laughs> you do. And, uh-huh. you, know, I, I, you know, anybody listening that's an artist and, you know, a lot of people are interested in touring other states, uh, they're also interested in touring Europe and all that. The the thing is, is you, you gotta you gotta earn your way in in everything. Okay, I mean, I didn't start my band till I was 35. I consider myself a late bloomer. I always played played music, but I never really took it serious till I was 35. And you know, I had a lot of lessons in life that I learned, and one of them was you you, you got to kind of pay your dues no matter what, no matter how much you feel you've been working, you still got to pay your dues. When you go to Brussels, you pay your dues. When you go to France, you can pay your dues. And it isn't just – it's it's not easy, but the journey's fun. That's the whole thing. It's mm-hmm. like the journey for us to get to Europe was great. We went over there our first year and volunteered to play for free. But then when we came back, we'd made some money enough that it didn't cost us very much to go. Second year, mm-hmm. same thing. It cost us less and less and less. And this last year we went in October, we broke even. So um, we plan on – making money as we get, you know, going more and more, you know, but you have to pay your dues even at, you know, the ripe old age of 53, which is how old I am. You got to pay your dues (laughs) and I'm enjoying paying my, paying your dues can be fun. You know, it sounds fun coming from you. Yeah. I'm I'm totally (laughs) ready to pay my dues. I mean, get me on the plane to Europe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. You sound like you're doing great. I love you do all these shows, you keep going, your tenacity, you're persistent. It's great. Uh, of course, of course. And I mean, uh, Kelly, it, it, don't even take that. Any, you know, as a late bloomer, there's, there's time for everything. I mean, it's, there's never, I mean, there's always enough time. That's what I mean. And and definitely, if you can do it at this age, who can't do it? I mean, who knows? Maybe <laughs> instead of starting at uh, 35, you could have started at 45, and you would have still right. been here because it was meant for you. So, um, and I, and I'm glad that even, and you're not even ashamed of saying your age. It's freaking awesome. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Let me tell you something about being a late bloomer. I was not a late bloomer in being a serious child that took everything serious. Okay, I was like an adult I when know. I was three. You know, uh-huh. so I'm a late bloomer in enjoying my life. You know, that's yeah. why I'm a late bloomer. I'm a late bloomer in enjoying life. It took me a long time to just take tear the shackles of my own self off my body and enjoy my life and do what I wanted to do. So um, that's really where I'm a late bloomer, and that's where, where, why I'm benefiting. 
No, it, it's yeah. definitely, and 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 I'm and I'm glad you did so because it's you, you don't live an ordinary life. You're not living an ordinary life. Uh, I was actually seeing this movie the other day uh, called About Time. It's actually a British movie, a very good movie, which you should look it up if um if you're okay. if you know if you're a movie person like myself, um and. You know, it was about time travel, and, and it, that the message in the movie was, like, since the guys were time travelers, like, the father and son, was pretty much not to take, to just get used to living the ordinary life, them as, mm-hmm. you know, as humans. Even though they had their time travel, the the, the father's message to, the, to his son was, like, you just find the happiness in everything that you do and just get used to living the ordinary life. Because the more that you try to look for something different and be different and this and that, you know, you'll be unhappy. And I, I somewhat agreed with, with the topic, but then again, I kind of did it because if you're just, if you want to be an ordinary person, then I feel like it's just so monotonous and you're so, so robotic every day, work to school, school, work, or whatever it is that you do in life, you know, for for as long as you're going to live. And it, it'll be like a never-ending Never ending cycle, and 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 no, it, it can't be like that because then you get sick. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, so, I'll tell, I'll tell you, I've known people who are happy when, when, like you and I, we say an ordinary life. It, that's again, I, I think I'm a late bloomer also in say enjoying the simple things, right? And um, I probably wouldn't be satisfied with simple things all the time, um, mm-hmm. but there is a beauty in if you live simply then you can be creative and you don't even have to take that creativity and do anything big with it. You could just be creative. That's, that's what I wish for kids these days. They could just be creative and not, you know, just because you have a good voice, everybody's going to push you to, oh, you can be famous, you can be there. Just be creative. Be a singer in the forest. Be a singer on a hilltop. First, enjoy it. Be creative first. And um, that's what I wish on kids these days because they, the pressure is on for them much more than me. I've grabbed my guitar. I didn't have any pressure of doing anything with it but except writing a song. That was the only pressure I put on myself. Let's write a song. That was it. I, uh, now that you mentioned that, I totally agree. You know, so many people want to be singers and they're doing things so, like, it should be, like, if there's a book for it. There's really no book into creating a career. I mean, school, yeah, whatever. Um, you know, school is something that's embedded to us since we're born because it's, you know, it's the right thing to do is where you're going to get all your knowledge, and I totally agree with that because I'm still in school or I'm still fighting for it, you know. Um, and in some way, somehow, it's going to make you a better person in, in life or whatever. But um, I, what are my dreams? My dreams are being an actress. I, I, I love acting. I love the art of drama. But I, I created this, the Sasha Marina Show, to kind of, put the light on other people's dreams, just as yourself. We're, we're talking about you. you. You've been so successful, and, and I'm exposing you to everybody else to be like, this is Kelly's lot, this is Kelly's herbs, and this is what she does, and this is how she got there. So I was being creative. I, I was thinking, I'm like, what would I want somebody else to do for me, you know? And and this yep. is why I created this. So um, I totally agree with you. People should be, even if you want to be a model or whatever, be a creative model or be a, a creative uh, a filmmaker or whatever, you know? Just put right. a touch of a little different sparkle in there, and it'll make you that much better. So, Kelly, so, I you know, I sometimes so say create time. your own world and play in it, and that's yeah. what you're doing, Sasha. You created Definitely. your own world, and you're playing in it. 
Definitely. It sounds like an <laughs> awesome, like, fantasy movie or something like that. I totally read it. <laughs> cool. So, Kelly, thank you so much for your time. I totally appreciate it. I love your music. Continue what you're doing, and congratulations to you. I hope that you have continued success. Thank you so much, Sasha. You too, okay? Okay, thank you. So right. um, I know people can follow you at kellyblot.com, also on yes. Facebook, Kelly Blot, and on Twitter, correct? Absolutely. All right, so there you heard it, everybody that's listening <laughs> to Kelly um, and uh, her fans in Europe and in the States. Thank you so much for tuning in, and y'all have a great day. Devil come.
Florida Blues by Kelly Zares of Kelly's Lot. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I totally appreciate it from all of you guys. And um, thank you for supporting Kelly, for those of you that have tuned in to listen to her interview. Um, she's a very great person. You can feel the spirit in her voice. I, I love interviewing people like this. And uh, just continue success for her. Any people, any fans that she has in Europe, make sure that you, you totally keep up with her. Go to her shows out there or whatever country you may be in. <laughs> And uh, just make sure to download her new album, find her on kellyslot.com, find her music, download her music, support her music, and so forth. And thank you so much for uh, being part of Kelly's World. Bye-bye.